this is James, aka English Guy, your honorary guest host for this episode of The Training Dummies, with your two guests, Rob and Daryl. Gentlemen, how are we? Well, that put a smile on your face, Daryl. I see that. <laughs> that was awesome. Yeah, that was good. I, like, well, I was like, I thought if I'd had a bit more time, I would have done something a bit more inventive with the opening bumper. I was there. gonna say, like, at the very like, least, I yeah. could like drop my name in, and like, I've I've spent most of the evening. I've got this gig on Thursday, and I'm kind of freaking out about it because I haven't rehearsed enough. So I like, mm. so I spent some time in that. I was like, oh, let me do a quick bumper, but. Anyway, there nice. you go. Uh, welcome to episode, uh, episode 241 of The Training Dummies. And uh, so you guys, this is, I think, the third third time or fourth time we've sort of done like a reverse cast thing where I've hosted and you guys have been guests. Is it the third or the fourth? They did it. We did it after a BlizzCon. Yeah, we did it at a post-BlizzCon. And we've then once concerning running. Well, we did some. I know we've done some running ones, but I don't know how many. Like, uh, I think I hosted s- just one of them. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. maybe just the post BlizzCon. Yeah. We'll have to do this yeah. more often. But uh, enough to get you a slap <laughs> on the hands, and then yeah, we've moved I didn't on. even get a slap on the hands. But speaking of slaps on the hand, I I feel like I should make a joke that uh, Rob runs half marathons faster than he gets to podcast on podcast nights. Yeah, you know, I believe that. Right? <laughs> A little bit, man. Uh, um, yeah. What's good two. is that in this instance, I don't even have to worry about my NDA because we aren't talking about Blizzard things tonight. So you think? Uh, well, um, <laughs> so so I'm not. I I'm saw not. that hard shirt you were wearing <laughs> across the finish line there. So. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Um, but uh, yeah, so I mean, everyone knows the three of us. I guess I've you've called me the honorary third seat. Several times now, in front, including in front of a, a room full of people on a World of Podcasts panel at BlizzCon, that I, uh, that I, <laughs> that I was, I, I just dared <laughs> Rob, and I actually didn't, genuinely didn't think you would follow through with it, man, and you did. I good. don't know, man. I feel like you knew me well enough at that point to know that. Well, I was, I think I was also four or five beers in, so I was sort of feeling a little bit. Cheeky, I guess. <laughs> well, yeah, Daryl made sure that I was uh, well yeah, hydrated, hydrated, or <laughs> on my way so, to being unhydrated. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, a bit of background, then, I guess. Suppose um, while we are doing this episode, the way we're doing it is because the all three of us have had a little bit of a sort of personal running victory in the last uh, ten days. 10 mm-hmm. calendar days mm-hmm. um and i think last time i was on the podcast was it earlier this year it's back in january yeah. we were all about to start a training program to all all three of us run a half marathon yes and for you two it was your first mm-hmm. your first half marathon and for me i hadn't i hadn't done one in a long time and like i needed to get back into the cadence of training and so um now here we are on the other side of it so it feels like it's kind of come full circle a little bit um let's talk about your journeys like who wants to go first like rob daryl like tell me about your uh let's talk about let's go back to january let's think like we had that episode where we talked Mm -hmm. about uh you know what was coming up for the next 16 weeks um rob i remember you saying you were a little bit intimidated by it like looking at it and the the Mm -hmm. idea of running 13.1 miles was intimidating Mm -hmm. um daryl you had done a couple of slightly sort of medium distance Mm -hmm. 10k 
were still super looking forward to this. Like, mm-hmm. um, how has it been for you for the last four months? Charles, you want to go? <laughs> sure. I I don't know. It's been it's been all right. Like I've had some some struggles, I guess. With uh, I was starting to get um, shin splints a little bit, um, which is really Ooh, concerning. Nasty. Yeah, I know. So it's it's that slowed me down a little bit. Um, I know I've looked into um, some stuff I can do to combat that. As a, you know, and and the reason why I'm sure is because I increased the distance so much. Right, we know as where as like 10k before, and now it's like double that. So right. So I think that's you know that's where that issue arose. But um, but other than that, I think it went well. Um, you know, I had some good some good long runs. I know a couple of weeks ago was probably the best one I've I've had. You know, aside from uh, the half marathon. But um, but yeah, mm-hmm. two weeks ago, like it just it it felt good from start to finish the whole thing. So that was. That was definitely a high point, and yeah, the lows, like, yeah, the shin issues, definitely. I have to admit that uh, there was a couple of points where I was just like, man, Daryl is such a badass at this, because all the way up there in the frozen Berean tundra of <laughs> Canadian... For reals, man. <laughs> you know, you'd be, you'd be posting on Instagram or Twitter or whatever, you know, you've just gone out and done six miles seven miles and here's a picture of you and trudging through i don't know two foot deep of snow out on the trails like your beard and your mustache just straight up frozen i mean you're a white Actually, walker the, dude you're straight out of the, of the wall yeah the frost <laughs> yeah, the frost look, unibrow yeah, was my favorite uh, that was really cool I, sh- <laughs> I showed my kids your profile picture the other day and explained to them like daryl ran a half marathon but he ran it in these like <laughs> conditions that were like these uh, Winterfell Game of Thrones conditions. <laughs> like... See, that's that's crazy because I've in all the years that I've been running, I've done all my running here in California, all of it mm-hmm. in Southern California. It's such a temperate climate. I mm-hmm. never have to worry or think about that. The worst I've ever got is I need maybe some wet weather gear. Mm-hmm. And I've got right. like a couple of like super wet wicking sort of in case mm-hmm. you're out running in the rain. But mm-hmm. um, like running in ice and snow... I, like you've done something I've never done. I wouldn't even know where to start with it. Yeah, that that day was minus twenty Celsius. <laughs> so that's yeah. I don't know. It's was, like a mi- minus a million else. Fahrenheit Unreal, or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. That what about you, else. Rob? Rob, how is how was your training, Jim? So I think uh, the last time we talked about this, I had come off the heels of a bit of an injury. Yeah, I'm not your car, entirely sure. Yeah, I'm not entirely yeah. sure how it happened, but I did end up. Um, you know, I, I gave it a couple days and I tried to run on it and realized real quick that that was not a good idea. So I ended up going to a doctor and then to a physical therapist and got some exercises, uh, some take a couple of these and stay off it for, for, you know, however, I don't know what he told me, five or six weeks. Right. And, uh, you know, that was basically all through BlizzCon through November, through all that. And, uh, and I, started running a little bit in December and was just like, eh, I don't want to, I don't want to ruin it. It's holidays. I'm, I need to do something. So I was doing a little bit of cross training and whatnot, but, uh, we finally, uh, finally kind of the first of the year I did a couple of like test runs and was like, all right, I think I'm good. And then got that, the uh, 16 week plan from you, which I, I don't know, it ended up being 16 or 17 weeks by the time we were done. I had to, yeah, squeeze squeeze one in there, but uh, I my 
my calf never really flared up again like it did, but I could certainly tell that it was something that had happened. There was definitely times where I was like, yeah, that's a thing. I could feel it there, but it would never really, it was never a, a deal breaker kind of, or anything like that for me. So that's kind of remarkable as well, because like I know from my experience, like five to six weeks of rest sets you back so far. Like I know if I took a month and a half off from running, having just run a half marathon, if I took a month and a half off, the next time I go out, I, I, I'm going to be gassed after a mile and a half or two miles. Mm-hmm. Like it's incredible how how quickly we lose that ability mm-hmm. and that endurance, yeah. that stamina. Was there any point during that those first few weeks, Rob, where you were like, "Man, have I bitten off more than I can chew here?" Like. Uh, the like just, entire... just sort of trying to get back into the rhythm of running and doing it regularly. Absolutely. With the concern of re-injury and stuff, like mm-hmm. that doubt must have been creeping in a bit. I, I took a I took a few things a lot more seriously. I took uh, stretching and warm up a lot more seriously. Um, yeah, I definitely. Uh, basically, my entire my entire uh, training, all leading up to the event, was me going. Oh my God! What have I done here? Like, uh, I think I can do this. I've already, I put my money where my mouth was because the event really ended up with a registration tax and all that stuff it was like 150 bucks. Right. So and uh, I was like, "All right, man. Yeah, so I'm doing this. <laughs> if I crawl across the finish line, <laughs> yeah. I'm doing it. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. I um I recall because like you and I would talk pretty regularly throughout. Uh, your training program there and I do recall um, you sort of had some there was sort of like yin yang moments for you where mm-hmm. like one or two sessions like you you talked to me a lot about kind of having to fight some self-doubt and having to like mm-hmm. really find like dig deep to find some belief and on the flip side of that coin you had a few training runs where you'd come back in feeling like you could just conquer a half marathon right now like it, it went mm-hmm. really really well for you um i know from my experience the emotional impact that that has in terms of, like it just takes a lot of energy to deal with how you feel about it a question mm-hmm. for just just both of you like what were those points like and kind of what was it that pulled you through to keep going with that whole 13.1 uh sort of as your target when you had those moments of self-doubt, like what was what was the kick in the ass that you had to, to keep yourself moving? Just will, I guess, right? Um, like I know my, I didn't have any doubts that I could do it. Um, my biggest my biggest um, concerns were were injuries and um, stuff like that. Because like I know when I did I did the fifteen k in October, and that one really messed with my knees. Um, where I ended up doing a physical therapy for, for my knees in, uh, December and January. Um, so, you know, that was always a concern. Um, I got knee braces that I wore for the race and anytime I was going out for a run longer than an hour, I made sure mm. I put those on as well. Um, so that was like a concern, you know, it was always a nagging thought like, oh, what if this happens again? And then, you know, I get the, the shin splints again. So that's another thing. It's like, man, like I want to keep doing this, but I don't want to keep injuring myself right I, I don't want to do this in pain and you know yeah. part of it is sure i can push through it but is that how much worse is that going to make things right like i don't want to seriously oh, yeah. injure myself but i want to keep doing it because i want to accomplish this so that was that was like my biggest hang-up for sure um it, yeah. it did you know i've got one shin right now that's a little sore but but it's not bad like it, it's not 
it's not like it was, you know, like even four weeks ago. It, it feels better because I've been doing like those exercises that that are supposed to strengthen the muscles around that that help with that. So yeah, mm-hmm. but yeah, that was that was mm-hmm. my biggest hang up or biggest uh, worry or issue or wall is like the, yeah. the little injuries that that I could feel were creeping or were like I became a big worry that they could get worse. Right. What about you, Rob? I know I'd mentioned this a little bit before, but I don't know how much I got into it. Um, I have a history of like severe asthma and and some issues with, with my lungs. I, I several years back, I was hospitalized with uh, pneumonia, and this the doctor had actually told me that I had that I had done some permanent damage to my lungs and that wow. I was never really going to be able to breathe at like a full capacity again. And so stuff like stuff like the the just the amount of stress and uh you know that you rely on your lungs for something like this kind of was off the table for me at least in my head um you know i was never told don't run but like that's basically been my entire life was you yeah. you know you, you do anything and immediately uh you know it's i'm i'm having an asthma attack and i'm out of commission for a couple of days you know and it's not uh it was never like a oh a rescue inhaler you're fine get back out there it was you know it was very severe and like kind of yeah. took me out so this whole process you know at least, at least a year ago you know being able to do a 5k that was amazing and i was like wow you know and kind of going from there um this time around i you know i know uh there's there's a ton of self doubt but it was more like me battling me um, right. It wasn't ever a question. I guess. I guess I always. You know, once I once I signed up for it, I guess I always thought that I could do it, and I would do it, and I will do it. But there was the moments where it was just like you would come back on a run, just like holy crap! Like yeah, the like putting it all out there and not getting not getting back what you expected is a really hard thing when you're already. Yeah. feeling like you're 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 running uphill you know well literally but <laughs> yeah but yeah that was it was a weird a weird feeling though to be like you know the, the like you like you kind of said the highs and lows to like uh to come back one day feeling like i had no idea i could do that and i just destroyed it and then the next yeah. day you you come back and you're like well maybe yeah, I, I am just pushing too much i don't think those experiences ever really go away. I mean, I've been running for quite a long time now, a good number of years. Um, this half marathon that I just run was number uh, 23 for me. And so, and, and, I, and I will tell you now that, um, that this training, like every single training cycle, mm-hmm. I always have those moments of like, yeah, I go out, I run well, I breathe well, I feel good. I come back in being like, okay, I'm on track. And the next time I go out and run, everything sucks, you know? Mm-hmm. And I feel like that just comes with the territory as runners. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've sort of started to get into cycling a little bit as well. Mm-hmm. And I, and it's almost like, I, I wonder if this is the same thing with every sport. Like some days your body cooperates, other days it doesn't. Some days you amaze yourself, some days you disappoint yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it's such a, like, it's such an up and down swing from both uh, a mental and an emotional point of view that sometimes we need that sort of like, like what I really appreciated because we're all connected with our Apple watches mm-hmm. is, you know, when, I, when, when I'd go out and, and get an hour's run in and you guys would see my update, like 
the fact that I would get either very serious or even very sarcastic responses <laughs> from one or more of you. But I can tell you now, like, like, like there was a sense of accountability that came with that. But also it's just like, man, my friends have got my back. Like my friends, uh, mm -hmm. they want me to succeed in that, you know, and I think that that's a really incredible part about running because running is not a team sport. It's very much an individual activity, but it's still mm -hmm. a community event. You know, and, and I don't know about how your guys' marathon was. Well, Rob, I saw a little bit of yours at the finish line there. But, but if you look around, like, everyone's in the same boat. Yeah. Everyone's got the same goal. And mm -hmm. really, when it comes down to it, you know that there's going to be someone there that will, will pat you on the back and cheer you on and, like, put a little belief in you. Mm -hmm. um, so, so that was sort of like training one. Let's fast forward just a little bit, but not quite to race day. Mm -hmm. um, for for me, the, those sort of five to seven days leading up to a race, mm -hmm. um, I go through all kind. Like I have weird dreams, I have focus problems, I start to question all my training, I wonder if I'm ready or not. I start to react. Like with this being the first, what we can class like a, a really long distance race for both of you, certainly significantly more than the five k the two of you did yesterday, uh, mm -hmm. last year. Sorry, mm -hmm. what was the um, like, what was that sort of last training run the week before? Where were your heads at? Where were your feelings at uh, leading into race weekend? I feel like there's a couple of directions I could go with this. And maybe this is something we can we can lead into in a minute, though, about what I would uh, what I would do differently or what I would change. But um, the one of the main things that that you touched on a minute ago that was massive for me was was the the support behind everything so uh you know the last couple of you know the way that the program that i was doing it was uh my long runs were on sundays and the last couple of sundays gradually built up and up and up to the point where all of a sudden i'm having this conversation with you and i'm having this conversation with with daryl and um and, and i'm getting this not only from myself but this this affirmation that was like oh yeah like you totally got this, right? Yeah. Like you just did that. You just went and cranked two hours out and you, and you're fine. Look like you're not even, it's not a big deal. Right. So like I would say like the last, not even the last week leading up to it, but probably the last two to three weeks, um, yeah. you know, up into the kind of the, the tapering down week, uh, it, you know, there were, there was definitely some, some harder runs in there, but man, I was like, that was kind of, I felt like maybe, maybe a bit of a stride, where I had a couple of really solid runs and was like, okay, I think this is a real thing. Like I, awesome. I pushed, pushed up to that point now. And I, and I know that I have what it takes to push to, to get past that. So yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Daryl, Daryl, what about you, man? Well, even if you go like, um, so three weeks before I had, it wasn't like the first two hour run. Um, I managed to get in like 18 kilometers, but it was, it felt tough. And then two weeks before, um, the same amount of time I got in 19 kilometers, which, and that was like, you know, I mentioned earlier, it was like, it just felt like the best run I ever had. Like it just, everything went right. I was, I was, had energy the whole time. Like it just felt like a good run. And then what I found after that was life is busy. Um, like I know, like mm -hmm. all the training plans, like I, I'd seen raw, I didn't use a formal training plan. I just kind of, 
I winged it. I knew I had to increase my weeks, you know, up to like two hours. Um, and, and looking at Rob's like training plan, I, I, I saw it and it was like, you know, you're running like five days out of the week and that didn't happen for me. So I had my, you know, like last two hour run and then every Tuesday I do Orange Theory. It's a, an hour of uh, high intensity interval training. And then I didn't do anything again until the next Sunday because I just, life is busy. I, you know, between what the kids had, you know, taking kids to stuff and doing all everything. Like I just, I didn't have time to do any running. So that, that was a bit of a concern. But then, um, you know, the week before I did, I did my run and this one I did, you know, usually I do like, um, I live in a subdivision and it's two kilometers for one lap. And then if I do the subdivision next door, that's another two kilometers. And then if I do, there's a subdivision north. And if I head up there because it's down the road, that'll get me like four kilometers. So between all that, that's, you know, where I get all my kilometers. But this time I did something completely different. I, uh, I got my wife to just say, you know, come pick me up in an hour and a half and I'm just going to run basically to town. Um, <laughs> so that's what I did. Like I just trucked down the highway and, uh, away I went and, and, um, that was a good run. Like it was, it was, uh, it was cool. Um, I know like right at the end, uh, a blizzard hit, like almost, you know, it's like crazy amounts of snow coming down. I'm running down the highway. It was just, it was kind of cool, but, but there was a lot of snow coming down. You know, and then my wife came in. Yeah. My wife came in, picked me up, uh, you know, on the side of the road and away I went. My training was done. Um, yeah. you know, I did That's my, amazing. yeah, I did my orange theory again and then, um, the Thursday, I'm like, I have to get something else in. Like, I don't want to leave it till, you know, that Tuesday to Sunday before the race. Right. So it was raining on the Thursday. So I just did a treadmill. Like, I did 5K on the treadmill watching a TV in the living room. Um, so that, you know, it was good. That way I, I got that extra run in. Um, but yeah. I think that helped because it, you know, kept me loose. And, and but yeah, it was good. Yeah, like, I, I, I think that's an important thing to touch on is sort of, you know, when you get, two three four days out from a race mm-hmm. you're never gonna you're never gonna do anything that is going to increase your ability to run a half marathon at that point yeah. right mm-hmm. like you're not gonna be able to add, start adding miles no. or start adding pace but both from a psychological and a physiological point of view even just getting two three miles in in the day or two before the race um, yes to keep yourself loose and moving and oxygenate your blood but from a sort of psychological point of view to have it in your head that you've you've been out and you've moved and you've tra- you've done mm-hmm. something on a yeah. day that you would normally train. Like yeah. Rob and I would sync up on our high intensity interval training. We'd do it on Thursdays, mm-hmm. and you know anywhere between thirty and sixty minutes of speed work and hill work and endurance work. And like, yeah, I mean, it's just Thursday was was absolutely miserable. Like, compl- <laughs> just a miserable day. Um, and I'm a, I'm a morning runner, so that's how I would start my day. You know what I mean? Like, I'm angry before I've even had breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not an angry dude. But nice. I, I did the same thing. I, I on um, last Thursday, I just was like, I, I know that, like, I was supposed, to, I don't think I had hit scheduled, but I was like, I, I, I'm going to get out and do something. Mm-hmm. Because just from a movement point of view, yeah, it's good to get some of that blood flowing, that oxygen in my blood, but... Um, Otherwise, yeah, it would have been five, six days since mm-hmm. any sort of meaningful run before race day. Yeah. And, and Rob, I think you got out as well, didn't you? The day before you went out for a couple of miles the day before your race. Was that right? Uh, not like I wanted to. This is one of those deals where, uh, you know, we had the kids and we had a new, uh, new dog and stuff. I, I took a walk. I took my, uh, took the dog and my daughter for a walk. So I got out, but it was, 
It was something, you know. You know. Yeah, I was going to say, but even even a long walk like that's something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean. Um. So then let's talk about sort of that that twelve to twenty four hours before race. I remember my first half marathon. Um. I had also I'd only done a couple of five k's, but I'd never done an event the size of the half marathon that I was going mm-hmm. for. So even the fitness expo, just showing up to that like mm-hmm. intimidated the hell out of me. Uh. What was the experience like for you guys going get your bib pick up your timing chip? Rob, I know you had a bit of a drive up to Waco from where you mm-hmm. live. Like, where were your heads at? Daryl, you were you you weren't too far from your, from your uh, area, right? It wasn't twenty twenty minutes away, I guess. Yeah. Um, but um, like I didn't even pick up my bibs. Um, my wife signed up for the five k, and uh, she talked her her best friend into going along as well. And doing a 5K, and she was going to be in in uh, this town where the race was that day, Saturday. So she picked up the bibs for all of us, uh, which is kind of good because because Saturday was just busy. It was just like I said, life is busy. Like it, yeah. we were we were out of the house at eight o'clock in the morning to drop my car for an oil change, and then we were driving for an hour to go pick up chicks. Like literally, that's what we did. We, we have chickens, and we went to pick up chicks. Me and my wife went to pick up chicks on Saturday morning, and then you know we do that, and then it's another hour drive back home. Pick up my car from the oil change, come home, have some lunch with the kids. Then it's back into town to go get groceries. Come home, then we drive to our friends to go pick up our bibs from her house, and then by that time it's like supper time. Like it was just. Yeah. Saturday was just mm-hmm. busy the whole day, you know, and then so we relax after supper and then, you know, wait for race in the morning. But yeah, it was just, it was a crazy busy yeah. day. It really was. Yeah. And Rob, you were just, I mean, yours was busy too, but yours was busy for race reasons. Uh, Yeah. So the day before, uh, I drove up to Waco to get my stuff and, and I invited uh, my daughter to go with and she, no, I don't think she was in the mood. So I was like, well, fine, I'll go by myself. So... It was this weird, very, like, introspective drive of just, you know, it's like about an hour or so up there. I get up there, and you can already see that they've basically started shutting the town down because, uh, as as you know now from seeing it, it's a pretty small town, and yeah. and the main stuff that's going on there now is all the the silo stuff, the Magnolia stuff, anything to do yeah. with, like, Chip and Joanna Gaines and, and mm-hmm. their whole, you know, their whole uh, thing they got going on up there. So I get up there and it's like, it's already crazy. And I walk in and like you said, there's the whole expo of going in and I go to get my bib and there's a bajillion vendor booths set up and all this stuff. And I'm kind of yeah. like, <laughs> what what am I doing here? <laughs> go take a couple of pictures. I try to kind of wrap my mind around what's going on, go look at some vendor stuff and then yeah. drive home and the whole thing was just like oh this is actually happening this is happening tomorrow you know so i get back home and uh it was it was typical family stuff we'd noticed that that there was some some stuff going on with the dog she'd been coughing a ton and uh and the night before uh i was getting ready to go to bed and um my wife needed something so i ran to the store came back home uh was trying to go to sleep and every single time I was nodding off something. The dog would start yeah. coughing like, and it, it was like, and not to like dramatize it, but it, it was, it was to the point where it was all, it was after midnight at this point, I'm getting up at four thirty to drive back up to Waco. And, uh, you know, 
the something's going off the dog's coughing she's rattling the kennel like all this stuff and i think at about it was after midnight before my wife finally pulled the kennel out into the living room and she went and slept with the dog in the living room because she's like i felt so bad she's like i know you're getting up in a few hours so i i think i got probably you know two three hours of sleep that night yeah and then uh got up at 4 30 my alarm didn't go off i said it for the wrong day i said it for for saturday instead of sunday but i was sleeping so terribly that i rolled over and looked at my phone at one point and it was like 4 32 and i was all oh crap <laughs> so jump up grab my that stuff could have been a, that could have been a very bad start to the day uh, well it could have been i had a i had a little bit of backup somebody was driving up with me Okay. My wife's dad, so mm. he was already up, and if he hadn't heard from me pretty soon, I think he would have he would yeah. have tracked me down. But that's good. I was a zombie, man. I was an absolute zombie. I chose not to have my morning cup of coffee. I thought, you know what, I don't want to mess with this. Uh, coffee tends to to be a bit of a nature's laxative when it comes to how I <laughs> <laughs> handle things. And I was like, that's the last thing I want is to have to deal with that while I'm running. So, yeah. you know what? I'm just going to drink some water. I'll be good. Yeah. And boy, man, I got up there and was, uh, you know, the adrenaline kicked in, but I was like, I was an absolute zombie before we even yeah. started. <laughs> well, so let's talk about that then. You know, so, so start line, I mean, you know, you've got your bib on, you're in your corral, like you're ready mm-hmm. to go. Le- you know, I'd le- love to hear from both of you. How was your race? How did that actually go? Because I know for me, like every race tells a story and there's mm-hmm. every mile is a little different. And, the you know, even if the route's different or the course is different, what's going on in my head changes from mile to mile. Mm-hmm. With this being your first, like, how was it? Were there... What were the highs, the lows? Were there walls? Were there particular parts that you particularly mm. enjoyed or particularly hated? Other than the finish line, everyone loves the finish line. <laughs> yeah, Daryl, uh, tell me about your race. Um, all right, it's it. Uh, so it started at eight o'clock in the morning, um, and I know it was funny because I was getting texts from Rob at seven thirty because I was going to do a live tracker. I, I told him I'm going to do the live tracking and uh, on Runkeeper so everyone can see it. And I got a text at seven thirty from Rob saying. Uh, your run track keeper's not working. I'm like, man, my race doesn't start for half an hour. So that's how my day started, basically. He's like, right. okay, <laughs> just hold your horses, guys. I'm coming. Me bugging I, you. I know. It's like, honest, honest. <laughs> I'm going to do this. Um, but yeah, I started at 8 o'clock. Uh, I was right behind the uh, 215 pacer for the first like kilometer. And then I was like, this feels slower than I usually start out at, right? Um, and my, my goal for the day, I set a goal of... Um, Two hours and 20 minutes. And I told my wife that. And I said, you know, outside 2.30, like I should be done for sure. And, and the reason I came up with that was um, my, my last two-hour run was 19 kilometers in two hours and four minutes. By that time, I'm down to at least like seven minutes per kilometer. So yeah, attack on two kilometers, we're at 2.18, give a two-minute right. buffer, 2.20. That was, that was the limit. That's my goal. If I do that, I'm happy. So I was behind the 215 pacer at the start and it just felt like I can do better than this. Like it just felt slower right. than I start. So I just, I pulled ahead of her and I, you know, I, I kept on trucking. Um, I took my first walking break at eight kilometers. Um, that was about, uh, what, 50 minutes in. 
um, took a gel pack, had some water as I was walking. Um, I know you were, you were talking earlier about, um, like the community of runners. And, uh, there was some yeah. lady who was, um, she stopped for water at the first water station. So I got past her. And as I started walking, it was a hill too, which was convenient. So I, I was walking up the hill as I was, you know, taking my gel pack, drinking some water. And she passed me at that point. And as she passed me, she gave me a fist bump, you know, as I was going by. I'm like, Oh, this is cool. Like, it's really cool. It's all nice. these people, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I kept on going. You know, I got past that hill, had my gel pack, water, and kept going. Um, it felt really, you know, it felt really good. I was, I felt I was doing a good pace. Um, I was really close to 60 minutes for the first 10K. Like, I missed it by like 30 seconds, and that's like a, a 10K personal record for me. Like, it, it really is. Mm-hmm. It's by at least a couple nice. minutes. Um, so I was feeling really good about that. Uh, you know, you know, my pace is good. Everything's going great. Uh, I when did I? There's, you know, I had another little walking break. You know, just for some water. The I bought a a vest. I really like it. A vest with like a bladder. Um, but the bite yeah. valve wasn't working. So I don't know. It's huh. if I'm just not doing it right. So I I had to you know take water. I couldn't use the bite valve. I had to take it off completely and then use a manual valve on it. So there's no way I'm running and doing that at the same time. So you know you take little walking mm-hmm. breaks just to just to get some water because I didn't stop at any right. of the water stations because because I had the vest with me. I had lots of water, so I just kept running. Yeah. Um, Near the like three kilometers left, I was starting to feel some pain in my foot, and and this is my shoes. I've already decided, like before my race, I don't I don't like the shoes I have right now, and mm-hmm. part of that is the way my left foot, like when I land, it just doesn't feel right. It's not it's not good, right. but I didn't have time to break in new shoes, so these are the shoes I have, and I started to get foot pain in my one uh, my left foot. Um, oh, and uh, okay, so funny the at uh, an hour and I think it was forty minutes. That's when I took my second gel pack and the water. And as I'm doing that, the 215 pacer passed me. <laughs> it's like, oh, are you kidding me? Like, oh, geez. All right. So I guess I slowed down a little bit. Um, but anyway, I managed to keep up with her after that, like, I, you know, all the way. Um, she started to pull ahead of me. And then there's there was one last hill. There's about a kilometer left. And there was uh, one last hill that you had to go up. And I was walking up at the top of the hill and she was a little ways ahead of me and I didn't see, but she had stopped at the top of the hill and waited till I got there and patting me on the oh, back wow. and like, let's go. So yeah. that was, that was really cool. Um, the yeah. last, the last kilometer I thought would be easier. My God, that was the hardest kilometer. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. that was rough. Yeah. Um, but the, the pacer, there was one, so she ran with me the whole way. Um, I was talking with her a bit about this, you know, my first half marathon. And uh, we passed, when you do the 5K, um, there's a hill that you come up. And I remember last year, like, I ran the whole five kilometers except for that one hill. You know, I commented to yeah. her, I'm like, I remember that hill from last year in the 5K. And I had to walk that hill. Like, it was brutal. You know, and I mentioned, you know, that was my first race ever. This is my first half marathon. You know, she's, you know, that's awesome, you know, carry on. And, and, um, so we got to the last corner, you know, there's like 50 meters left and, uh, she has like the pacers, they're like pacing zebras. So they got like zebra stripe stuff and she had some ears with zebra stripes on and she, she was carrying them. She's like, well, before I cross the finish line, I should put these back on. She said, so she put them on and they fell off. So, so she actually stopped to pick them up. So that's, that's how I managed to beat her across the finish line. So, nice. so that's awesome. if you, uh, 
I posted a, a pictures on Instagram and Twitter of the finish line, and there's a lady in a white shirt just behind me. That's the 215 oh, pacer. So I got, I got, pacer. yeah, yeah. She was like, it's it's amazing how close they become because my my official time was like 214 and 27 seconds, and she's like yeah. right behind me. So hers would mm-hmm. have been, you know, just under the 215. So that's it's pretty amazing how those pacers can come in so close to their time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, um, Rob, before we hear your story, um, so I hung out at the finish line after I'd finished my race on Sunday. Missy mm-hmm. and I had a very good friend who was running the full marathon. And um, so we waited for her to finish. And while we were just sort of like watching runners, I was like, oh, look, here comes the, uh, I think it was the three hour, 50 minute pacer for the full, which that that speed to me is like for 26 miles. I That's a solid 30 minutes faster than my best. Yeah. It was three hours, 50 pacer that crossed the finish line, if I remember correctly, at three hours, 49.55. Five seconds off, exactly that's, three yeah, hours. That's 50. crazy, hey? They're like machines. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's unbelievable. Yeah. And, it's, you know, it's a very hilly course and stuff. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, Rob, what about you? I know we sort of talked about some of this offline immediately uh, after your race, but uh, let's, let's hear how your race went, your sort of start to finish. The uh, the nerves were there for sure, purely based on what I was doing and never having done anything like that before. But the other nerves that I had the year before running the 5K were you were just like, I have no idea what I'm doing here. Uh, that that I kind of felt like it wasn't a big deal, right? I was there, I was in line, I was ready. Let's do this. Uh, I don't. I can't even tell you. I don't remember how many people they said this year. Uh, I remember last year they said the five K had over four thousand people. Wow. This year, I'm. Uh, this year was way bigger. It was way right. bigger than than last year. So I I can't even imagine. But uh, kind of already starting and having that feeling of just running on fumes before I even got started. I had. Mm had this conversation with myself about not being disappointed with my pace. And that was something that had, that I had kind of struggled with a lot over the last year was like, I feel like I should be doing better. I feel like I should be doing more and really circling back around to like your journey, not being somebody else's journey. And you're, you can't really compare your progress to somebody else because right. you're, you're just, your your body's different. Your life is different, you know? Wow. So I kind of like, I, I was treading this line between uh, this conversation I had in my head about like don't don't sweat this don't struggle with this don't let this bother you but that doesn't mean you get to to uh, to go easy on yourself either so so we start and it's good and I want to say honestly for about the first five to six miles I felt like really like pretty solid yeah because Missy and I saw you right around (coughs) the uh it's right around the four mile marker. You didn't know that we were there. I'll no, talk about I didn't. This over. You, didn't, you had no idea. But Missy and I were sort of like hiding in our rental car because mm. um, we were actually at the park there, and we were so afraid of you seeing us, even though you wouldn't expect to see us, like you wouldn't be looking for us. We were so afraid. We but um, you you crossed right in front of us, and we both sort of remarked like, "Wow, Rob, like he looks really strong and confident, and like what a good pace, and like." You were, you were going good there, and that, like you said, that sort of first six miles. Yeah, it was uh, it was pretty on point. Um, I felt like I, I made it. I made this deal with myself in my head that walking breaks were are totally acceptable, but I did not want to take a walking break if I were going uphill. 
And that was like my deal. I said, you know, every Thursday has been the interval training and I have worked hard for this and I have run a lot of hills and I hate these hills and I'm not going to let these (laughs) hills be the thing that, that, you know, where I, where I kind of give up at. So there's a hill I'm going, even if I'm going to slow, whatever, whatever it is. Right. Yeah. I had these little moments along the way. Uh, I think I talked about this on my first 5k watching the, the soccer mom with the stroller reaching around, handing her kid a juice box, just cruising past me like nothing. Uh, and those moments, uh, still exist. Uh, I definitely saw some soccer moms and strollers, but this year I saw a guy that looked like he was probably in his seventies with a big gray beard, uh, running backward. And he, I, I, I don't even know how this happens or how you train for it or what the deal is, but here comes this dude, like some sort of cartoon character, Christmas gnome looking dude, just running backward, come past me. And he's the happiest dude I've like, I've ever seen. And you got to wonder, how do you train for half an hour? Everybody around me was cracking up at this point, and he just kept going, just disappeared off into the distance. That's amazing. So, yeah, pretty strong pace going on, but uh, clearly he'd been doing that for a while. But uh, so get up to about the six mile marker, and uh, and that is not where I expected my wall to be, but I hit the wall and I hit it very, very, very hard. And um, when I started, I was with the uh, the two hour and thirty mile marker, and I was like, "This is this is a this is pushing it for me. This is like more than I would normally do, and I don't think I can sustain this. Excuse me for the whole time." Uh, and sure enough, like I'm falling farther back, you know, I'm falling back to like the two forty five, and I'm like, "Oh, I I can do this. I can do two forty five. And then that six mile mark came around, and it was like, "Nope, you can't." <laughs> and I was like okay well uh and so i took a little walking break you know i didn't carry water on me at all um i just stopped at the stations when they had them and uh and i saved some gel packs kind of for the hour markers so hour one and hour two um you know i popped my did my gel packs but um there was a point though i mean i felt myself slow down considerably but I tried to at least be consistent and there was a point where the three hour marker passed me and I was like, Oh hell no. <laughs> like, uh, right. This is, I, uh, like I, I can't, I can't do that. I can't like, I am not going to walk the last however many miles of this. So I got myself back in gear and I kept going and it was like the most, it was the, the biggest struggle. Right. And I was doing these like bursty kind of things, you know, uh, the things that drive yeah. me nuts when I see people do it, where they, they kind of run up a little bit and then they slow down and then they run up a little bit and slow down. I found myself doing that a little bit. And so we come, come around, uh, and I feel like I'm being consistent at least. I'm staying, I'm staying past the, the three mile, the, the three hour marker, you know, and, uh, we come around the last corner and I see, oh, I want to say it was probably around the 11 mile mark. Uh, I, I passed Chip Gaines. <laughs> And I couldn't nice. believe it. I'm like, hey, there's Chip Gaines. Nice. And he's pushing a stroller. You know, he's got their new baby in there. And I went to kind of get he, a selfie. Was he reaching around and giving a juice box to No, his no. He looked like he uh, he looked like he was hurting probably more than I was at that point. Oh, and I like, oh, he's got a Great lot time going for on. <laughs> so I, uh, I went to try and get a little bit of a selfie. And uh, at one point, uh, you know, an entourage stepped in and kind of gave me the, like, can I help you? 
look. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I, if you, I did put, I did put one on Instagram. You could see him in the background behind me. Like I passed him, but so fast forward, uh, I come around and it's like Daryl said, it was the same. The, the finishing route was the very same end of the, of the 5k that I had finished last year. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, I know there's, there is a hill coming up here and I hate this mm-hmm. hill. And I remember this hill and this hill was my nemesis and I got to do this. So yeah. I did it. I did the hill. I did it. Mm-hmm. I came up around the hill and around the corner to where you see the finish line. You see it way down there. It's down there and I see it and it's like everything in my head just like broke down at that moment. And I started uh, the song I was listening to completely just started choking me up and I started like coughing and like hyperventilating a little bit and I, I was like, I don't know what is going on here uh it was just kind of that breaking moment you know i'm tearing up yeah. i don't know what's going on the finish line is not getting any closer and i'm still <laughs> running as hard as i can at this point and uh and i was like i can't stop i can't stop i can't slow down and uh the last i don't know the last probably about a half a mile i'm sitting there and i'm i'm like i i'm there i'm there at this point i'm uh, it's just a matter of time before i get there out of nowhere this golf cart comes flying up next to me and in the passenger seat of the golf cart is Joanna Gaines. And I look around and there's like only a couple other people even around me at this point. And she is like two feet away from me and she just starts clapping and looks at me. And she's just like, thank you so much for your work. Thank you so much for everything. You've got this. You've got yeah. this. Finish strong. And like I legit just started bawling as I'm running. Yeah. And I'm like... <laughs> Yeah. Like it, it was just, you know, those kind of moments where you're like, you, your, your body is just so exhausted that like everything that goes on is just like too much to handle, you know? Yeah. So I'm like, all right, pull it together, man. <laughs> She's looking at me just crying. And, <laughs> and so, all right. She, you know, I, I, she gives me the clap. The, did anyone the, did anyone tell her that she's disqualified because she was riding a golf cart? Like that's not allowed. Oh yeah, her. Uh, <laughs> it was funny. All of her kids were hopping on and off, off and on the golf. They're disqualified cart. too. Yeah, <laughs> they all got their medals, I'm sure. But <laughs> so I push through, man. I get to I get up to the very end, and uh, and I'm like, I got this, I got this. Focus, focus, focus. And I'm probably I don't know, 50 feet coming in on the on the finish line there and i just hear this yelling that's not like the crowd's cheering that's not like everything else going on i just hear this very specific yelling and i'm like what is going on because i've got my music cranked i'm like what and i look over there's james (laughs) right there (laughs) telling me that i have one job and i about shat my pants yeah (laughs) Like I, so almost, like I almost, like I almost lost it right there. I should, like. I should probably give some context just for people who are listening and watching because I, it was it was a big surprise. Like Rob, your wife knew about this. My and kids and I knew. Been in, your kids knew. Like we had been in cahoots. Um, mm-hmm. That you know because because you and I like it was I was telling Rob before we even went. Uh, telling Daryl earlier before you even got on the call was, you know, Missy and I were at, we were at lunch or brunch or something. And we're like, wouldn't it be cool? Like after like Rob's working so hard, like I think you'd had a particularly bad run mm-hmm. and like you had texted me or something. And I was like, man, that dude's just like pushing through everything. Like, wouldn't it be cool? It was like, I'd love to be there. And we sort of looked at each other and we're like, 
all right, we should go. So, <laughs> so the short of it is, is that that that's that day before, while you're in the car driving up to Wacom, picking up your bib and all of that, um, Missy and I had sat in San Diego airport and um, <laughs> waiting on a very, very delayed flight that got us into into Austin super, super late that night before. Like we was, we were just like pumped for it, and so. We'd been waiting there at the finish line. We'd been tracking you on the app, and we'd seen you there at mile four and stuff. And then we uh, we got there, and like I was like, "Here he comes!" And I like I could see you, like you were totally zoned. And when you passed me, I'm yelling my face off at you, and like you sort of like did this double take thing, like where where it was like the first look was like, "Oh yeah, hey," and then you like. Wait a minute! What? Like, you turn around and you you looked almost yeah. angry about it. You know, and I was like, oh yes. So then we, we you crossed oh, the finish line. Man. We had to book it around the whole crowd. Oh, like we had a gosh. walk to get around the block to, to come and find you. But I tell, I will never forget that dude. Like I'm, I'm just so happy that I was there. Like for both of you guys. I know we're not quite done yet, but like I just seeing your journey and how it mirrored a lot of my journey when I was starting to run as well and all the mm. benefits that came with that like i still maintain today that everything important that i've learned about myself i've learned mm. through running that i'm more capable than i thought i was that i've got more mm. determination and perseverance the stuff that goes on in my head while i'm out running on my own you know mm. like it, it's it's mm -hmm. pretty incredible and so to see you guys go from statements like man i've had this couch to 5k app on my phone for like three years and never done it like those the <laughs> you both mm -hmm. told me that mm -hmm. to see you to see you conquer a 5k and then trail runs and like daryl i know you've done a couple of different events last year as well and um and then to see you come through a half marathon and me think back like man i remember mine like i am so proud of you guys for like pushing through this it's a really difficult thing and they were announcing this at the at the the silo magnolia half marathon like across the finish line um that you know it's it's less in the u.s it's less than two percent of the u.s population that have ever completed a half marathon or greater globally that's less than one percent of people on the planet and insane. so like this this is a a very um i hate using the word elite but elite group of people that we belong to and like i, I found it addictive i've done you know a couple dozen of these things now mm. um but uh but yeah so like i i i think you guys like this i've got so much pride you know in in seeing what you guys have done and i think you feel proud of yourself but i gotta ask you like what's what's up next like i got addicted to having that medal and that finish line and <laughs> even though there's been plenty of races oh where God. i've crossed the finish line and gone never again never again never again inevitably i end up signing up for another race and doing it mm -hmm. all over again so um what's next for you guys where where are your heads at what are you thinking you know where i'm pushing this right like what's up oh yeah marathon? All right. i'll let, let daryl go oh first. yeah okay i'll go for it because i because i do have i've got stuff booked already um first oh, weekend man. first week in june i'm doing a spartan run a spartan race 5k for the first time um and okay, uh just describe what a spartan race is because I, I don't think that's a particularly common it's like a mud run kind of thing isn't yeah it? like a mud run there's there's obstacles and, and challenges that you have to do like i'm not even sure what they all are i've, I've only seen some pictures like um you know mm -hmm. crawling under barbed wire like uh barbed wire ropes you know long stuff like that um i think there's rope climbs like climbing over walls you know running through mm -hmm. you know, mud stuff like that i I don't know. I've never done one, right? Take um, off your yeah. shoes and walk I know, I know a buddy of ours, Kevin. <laughs> yeah, a buddy of ours, Kevin, has done one. Done several of them. Um, 
So I've got one. I've got one uh, booked on first weekend in June, and actually, I, I uh, my 16 year old son is going to do it with me. So, oh, so, that's awesome. So that should be uh-huh. that should be fun. Um, I have a. I know I did a 12k trail race last summer. I'm doing that one again. I've already registered for that one. Like first day that was open, I registered for it. Um, I'm going to do another. I'm planning on another half in September. Um, cause I did in Stony Plain here, I did the 10 K last year and I'm planning to do the half. They have a half as well. Mm-hmm. And then maybe we'll, we'll see if this comes, but there is a, um, trail running. So trail running is a lot different. It's a lot different than, than regular running. There's a lot more, it's a lot harder just because there's hills, <laughs> there's hills and, and hills and, 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 um, a lot of obstacles and stuff like that. Um, but there's a 21k trail run in the river valley here in September that I'm not I'm not signing up for it yet, and I know they only take 350 participants. So mm. when I feel like I might be ready, I might actually uh, sign up for that one just mm-hmm. just to challenge myself. I know there's like looking at the one point where um, there's an island on the river, and part of the race takes you across the river onto this island to run a loop of the island and then back. So I'm like, That's well, awesome. how do you not get your feet? So like you're, you're, do you take your shoes off and then put them back on when you get across the river? Like, what did people do for this? I'm like, but it, that it's like, you know, I did, I've done 21 kilometers now. That's what a half marathon is. So if I push that to a trail, maybe. And then, um, there's the hmm. local running group out here. They're the ones who put on that 12 K trail race that I did last year. And the one I've signed up for already this year. And, um, so my November is busy, but he has, he has put out there that if people are interested, it's a, an ultra marathon. It would be, um, a 12k loop that, that he has for his race since in August, but it would be doing it one way and you have two hours to complete it. If you don't complete a lap in two hours, you're done, right? So what he has suggested, he's just seeing if people are interested, but it would be doing it one way. And then, um, then the second lap, you would do it reverse. Then the third lap would be at night, like, because it would be nighttime, because it's November, it'd be dark. So you do it in the Mm -hmm. dark one way, and then you do it in dark the other way. So if he does this, and, um, if I'm free that weekend, because I know my November is free, I think I'm going to sign up for it. Because even, even if I don't complete it, I, if you finally get two laps done, because what it says, so what he would do is that, um, cause I know it, it took me one hour and 45 minutes to do the 12 K loop last year. So right. what it would be is, is everyone does the first loop and then you wait till the second, like till two hours are done. Then everyone starts fresh on the second loop, right? So the sooner you complete the first loop, the longer break you have before the next, right? Mm-hmm. But interesting. But it would be four laps, so that's like 48 kilometers, basically, in eight hours. It's basically a 30-mile run. Yeah, so I, if I'm free that weekend, I want to sign up (laughs) for it. Because even if I only complete two laps, wow, what an achievement still, right? Like So it's it's basically, if you don't complete a lap in the two hours allocated, you're done, right? So even if I, you know, if I can even do two, why not? Just to see how far I can get. Is that the one where you need the bear spray? No, that's a different one. That or I'm considering for next year. Yeah. Rob, Rob, do you get the feeling, Rob, that like running in Canada is not really running, is it? It's like, it's survival. It's really yeah, it's like it, an yeah. episode of uh, 
like the Bear Grylls thing. Bear Grylls, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. There is an ultra marathon. Right at this point. I am Barrel considering for next year. Yeah, it's 50 kilometers. And if you show up at the start line without bear spray, you're automatically disqualified. That is a wow. real thing. Oh, my God. So anyway. Oh, boy. I'm considering that <laughs> well, for Well, to next be fair, year. the downhill parts, you're just sledding, right? You're just... <laughs> It's like, it's like a bit of a uh, right. Um, right. Rob, anyway, what about you? Yes. I know, oh I know my God. getting on here. I don't want to push this uh, too long of an yeah. episode. But like, what's uh, what's the future holding for you right now? Well, one thing my wife said when she said uh, seeing me cross the finish line here was she said I've seen you finish you know a few five Ks now and um, and watching you finish the half marathon she's like you were like a whole like a different person mm. she's like even even just the five K you look like you were gonna die coming across <laughs> and she's like now like you know watching you come across there was just like hey no big deal you know yeah. so um. I, I have not know that half a mile before you were like bawling yeah. out in front of Jenna no, Gaines honestly, yeah. yeah, that was. I need to apologize to her, but um, <laughs> so my my feeling immediately was, hey, all right, bucket list, f that, that's a thing, I'm done. All right, nice, nice. Uh, that was a beautiful journey. I can put in my memoirs now, but it wasn't even 24 hours later. Uh, you know, still with all the. Uh, the fatigue and the, the soreness, the yeah. chafing and everything. <laughs> I chafed in areas that I didn't even know could chafe. <laughs> uh, I started thinking about it. Going, well, yeah, I could do another half. I could totally do that. I mean, yeah. I've already I've set the bar low. I could come in with a good PR from here, you know. So I don't know. Um, I there is a uh, there is a fundraiser. Um, I don't think they do a 10K, but there is a fundraiser event that is come up in a couple of months. And I've asked my wife if she'll do it with me. And uh, nice. she's very interested, but will not say yes yet. So we'll, yeah. we'll see what happens there. But if I nice. told her, you know, either way, I'm doing it. Um, yeah. They have an endurance run is what they're calling it. And I think it's basically uh, a, probably a slightly more tame version of the Spartan kind of thing. Mm. Um, gotcha. Their website just said it's it's untimed, but it's the run with obstacles. So gotcha. It's that kind of thing. But, uh, you know, it gets pretty hot here in summertime. Yeah. And, uh, and I know, you know, throughout last summer, a lot of my runs were on the treadmill. Um, I don't know if maybe, uh, maybe, you know, you mentioned not, we, we don't want to drag this out too much longer, but there's definitely a few things that I would change from, from what I did this time around. Um, mm. I don't have a ton of plans lined up other than like, this is a part of, it feels like it's a part of my DNA now. It feels like it's 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 in there. Yeah. It's part uh, of your lifestyle. Uh-huh. Yeah. So yeah. um yeah. this as of this last Sunday, I had gone a full week of rest and was kinda like I was tired. I was uh I I wanted to start running again, but so I went for a run on Sunday and it felt like trash and I was like, What is this? <laughs> My legs yeah. are like, No, 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 no. <laughs> We're not doing that again. So I kinda gotta <laughs> kinda gotta get make sure i don't want to take too much of a break i want to make sure yeah. and maintain what i've got going on and build on that so yeah i'm i'm acutely aware of that as well like uh, for me my my real main target here is to maintain my level of fitness that i have now mm -hmm. like i just mm -hmm. ran a half marathon so i'm figuring like if i can keep up a 10 mile sort of target that that keeps me good there's a beautiful yeah. area nearby here that is exactly a 10 mile loop um mm -hmm. so i, I want to try and keep that up 
there's a race in uh, October that is every year. It's the Surf City Perfect 10. They have a 10K and a 10 miler. And I've mm -hmm. done the 10K the last couple of years. I'd like to do the 10 miler. Mm -hmm. um, maybe see if I can, like the Long Beach Half Marathon is around the same time. I've got a couple of other options, but um, my main thing, yeah, is like, you know, I've worked hard so far this year to get back up to this fitness level. Yeah. I really don't want to lose it. And I, you know, I'm not injured or anything. I have no excuses other than my own laziness and my ability to drink a whole lot of beer at the weekends. You know, it's <laughs> like, that's how it goes. So, yep. um, awesome guys. This has been such a cool chat and like, it's been brilliant to hear your journeys and, um, sort of the, the, the fallout and the memories and the, the motivations going forward so um yeah thanks for sharing these man it's been uh it's been good i am uh, i am proof that basically uh, somebody who's relatively out of shape can run a half marathon and not really lose any weight but still somehow run their half marathon and get through it there you go so, man anyone can do it i guarantee it <laughs> so i don't know daryl if you press buttons at this point for a bumper or if we go straight into the shout outs no, or what I'll put the bumper in there. Yeah, right. It seems fate has brought us together. You have my gratitude. <laughs> we make a great team. Uh, I'm sure glad you're around. Well, if it ain't my favorite person. You have your uses, don't you? You have quite a talent there. Together, our victory is assured. Good enough. Good enough. Oh, yeah. Daryl, who you got? All right. Well, I'm going to give a shout out to uh, Rob for you, you completed your half marathon. You've been, uh, you know, an inspiration to me as well um, on your journey. It's definitely awesome seeing you uh, progress through this. Um, and yeah, you know, it's a, it's a huge accomplishment uh, to uh, complete a half marathon. I know I said this last week, but I'll say it again. But yeah, big shout out to you. Um, James, yeah, you, uh, you as well have been a huge inspiration to us. I know there's a, there's a few of us, we have a in our in our uh, guild discord we have a um healthier uh, health channel that we have and uh you know you've you've always been in there as a and as an inspiration to us runners you and Allie and Kevin um I know have all been the runners and now now Rob and I are in that group as well but uh, the three of you definitely have been inspirations um just to to what we can aspire to be as runners you know and and it's awesome to see what you guys have accomplished and now now we're coming up through the ranks as well, and we're getting there, and it's it's just such a great feeling. But um, without you guys there, I don't think we'd be on this journey. You know, if if you guys hadn't paved the way first um, as someone to look up to, I don't think I don't I don't think I would be doing this right now if it weren't for the three of you. So, um, and uh, big shout out to you as well for uh, taking on the job of hosting the show tonight. I think you did a great job. That was awesome. <laughs> it's <been> fun, man. <laughs> yeah, it was thank awesome. You. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you. Mm -hmm. What about you, Rob? Uh, first and foremost, you're waiting for me to thank my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, but I'm going to thank my wife, uh, because she behind the scenes, a hundred percent was like, I mean, you guys were supportive on another level, but she was supportive in ways that people will never understand in ways where, uh, I just said, Hey, I need to go disappear for two hours. And she was like, all right, I got it. I got the kids, I got, you know, all this other crap going on. I got it. You go ahead and go. And, and this flat, you know, this lasted for several months of me pushing mm -hmm. through, uh, you know, and, and in, in increase in training. So, uh, absolutely, uh, shout out to her. She was, she was 100% key in this whole thing. Um, and then absolutely to the both of you have been massive, 
support and inspiration from from over a year ago when we started uh, you know getting through this like you know and i and i leaned leaned into both you guys quite a bit for for just the you know the in the moment where you're having a hard time you know all that kind of stuff and you guys made it Mm. it, it's so funny to think about you know we're talking about something like a half marathon but it is just such a huge like Mm so this is this will be something in my life that that i will always have that i'll always remember and then you know we were able to really build on this so you guys are very key in that and like daryl said our uh it was probably our most popular channel in our discord servers is our uh, health one <laughs> and uh and all the folks in there that are, are constantly you know the support the encouragement the the advice you know everything in there so mm. and everybody i mean there's a ton of there's just support all over the place you mm-hmm. know it's just it's great to see like even facebook and instagram and twitter like just people coming out of the woodwork to just really like like just, just express you know how proud they are of you and so everybody who's, who's kind of thrown that out there just really it, it means a lot and all of the the positive encouraging words like i'd really i leaned into that during during some of the harder times so yeah james awesome. what about you man uh i have to give a shout out to missy first and foremost i mean same thing like my own training journey here like we don't have kids or anything like that but um you know just the the way to goes, the encouragement, the you did so well today or when I didn't have a good run, you know, the sort of mm-hmm. the the hug and be like, yeah, but you can do this. You've done this before. You know, you, you've got it in you. Um, it, those things are more powerful than I think we give them credit for. And, and mm-hmm. you know, so definitely to Missy for everything that she has done to support and encourage, um, you know, <laughs> including um being in cahoots with your wife, Rob, to like get, to get logistics organized oh so gosh. that so that we could get there without you knowing, <laughs> and I have all That's the kids, so and awesome. you had a change of clothes and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and in fact, really, like I I should give a more like specific shout out to both of your wives because I know the cost uh, of training for a half marathon. I know the cost in time. I know the cost in sleep and energy and mm-hmm. thought process. Um, and so to hear you both say that you, you both felt so supported, um, like I have to shout out to the good women in your lives who that have made that possible. Um, and then for you two, because you're both badasses that like you have gone and done something really, really hard, like let nobody downplay it. It is a very difficult thing to train for and run your first half marathon. Mm-hmm. Um, and so super proud, super proud, super proud. You guys are killing it. So those are my shout outs. All right. Well, hey, you're uh, you're still the host here. I guess you can do the next part. Uh, I guess I am. Yeah, I suppose. <laughs> You'd never know that this wasn't rehearsed, would you? I know. Well, we we deleted all of our uh, oh, yeah, we did reference points in the show notes now, so it's <laughs> so uh, so. Daryl, how can people contact you if they wish to? Uh, Twitter is probably the easiest uh, at Daryl underscore TTD, and I guess. Uh, if you want to follow my my fitness slash running journey, I do post stuff on Instagram pretty much exclusively for that. Um, and that's the same thing, uh, Daryl underscore TTD. What about you, Rob? Uh, yeah, I'm on the interwebs. I, I, I've been an early adopter on most platforms, so it's usually just Rob Copeland. If you look it up on Instagram, Twitter, whatever, yeah, it's there. Fantastic. And you, James, I don't know. Oh, I, I, I get to do anybody, that too, huh? I don't know if yeah, anybody uh, knows. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can be found on the internet, amazingly. Uh, I'm at English Guy on Twitter and Instagram. And uh, 
You can also catch my podcast every other two weeks on Sundays called Unbelievable. Nice. Wait, you have another. I know you, you spoke about it a little bit. Uh, do you want to pitch your event coming up in case there's any SoCal folk? Have any other event coming up? I don't have another Thursday. Event up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. I do have a thing that's coming up. <laughs> nice. It's less than 48 hours away, and how it's not in front of my mind. Yeah, this, uh, this Thursday, if anyone is around the LAOC area, uh, for those of you that know me, I am a musician. I'm playing a little show at a pub called The Old Ship in Santa Ana at 8 p.m. on Thursday. Come on out. I would love to see faces. We serve very good food and beer, and I'll be serving up some some sweet tunes. Nice. <laughs> All right. Cool. <laughs> I don't have anything coming up. <laughs> That's awesome. All right. I'll just I'll just throw this last bit in here. Uh, uh, you can listen to past episodes of uh, the trading dummies on itunes stitcher google play and uh, did i get everything oh on our website of course training dummies.com um so anyways uh what do we usually oh, say man. something about being a jackass or something? I yeah. totally i've totally we're thrown all, you off we're <laughs> all jackasses with mics oh yeah until next time it's advice you can trust <laughs> from people you shouldn't so forget what I said before. Now is when things are getting weird. Oh, a fan, huh? Oh, well, who can blame you? <laughs> Thanks for all the love and support at patreon.com slash training dummies. Perhaps you require more training, dummies. Uther. I'm not dignifying that with a response. Look, there's a little note. Patreon.com slash training dummies. Has not been evaluated by the FDA. Please do not <laughs> operate large machinery or mythical creatures after healing. Side effects may include nausea, dimensional displacement, stomach irritation, and sentient discharges. Always consult the doctor before using Patreon.com slash training dummies. Was that not enough jokes? Were you not entertained? <laughs>